So, do you want to go ahead and do the intro? Yes. <laughs> Just stab your book. I, did I ever tell you I did that in high school? You straight up stabbed a book? A textbook, yeah. Why? Because I was being stupid. <laughs> I had my uh, I had one of my super effective double bladed blades, and I had a I had a uh, a paint stick from Lowe's. Oh, you're edgy. And I went cook, and I just totally missed. Stabbed the crap out of it. <laughs> it went like forty pages in. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. that's funny. So I didn't tell anybody about it. Gave it back so it was in okay condition. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to get that book. Like, why does it... Somebody stabbed this so book. It was literally... Yeah, it was... That's hilarious. It really makes me want to do it now. This is a really good knife, by the way. It's made by Gerber, the same people that make our baby food. They use these to chop up the babies. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone. Hello. Welcome to this episode of the Crypt Twins, in which we are doing the state of Arizona. Arizona. And no, that's not right. Arizona. Um, because now we know how the alphabet works. And we're not going to Arkansas until next week. Actually, next week's episode is going to be a fun episode. Because it's going to be Christmas. Christmas theme. So we're going to go over different cryptids from that. Um, I yep. think definitely elves is a good one. I think that's... That has a lot oh, of you different avenues. So does this mean we get to go out of the United States for this one? Yeah. Sweet. This one's not going to be held so, to it. Because I, so it's like there's stories about like the fae and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like that's what they call fairies and fairy folk. And that's very widespread in a bunch of different um, like Gaelic traditions and things like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Can't wait. That's going to be fun. Yeah, so that'll be a lot of fun. And then uh, next week we'll be back to normal stuff. I think that'll be Christmas Eve. You know. Next, the following week... Um, we would have already passed um, New Year's Day. New Year's Day will be Friday of the following week after Christmas. So next week is going to be the 18th. Okay, and then the following oh, week yeah. is Christmas. Well, no, and that's the reason why. It's because we won't do an episode on Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. So, and then after that, we'll be back on track. Yeah. So, it should be pretty fun. Uh, so, today's episode will be more of an Adam-heavy episode. I have been sick for the last, like, three weeks, actually, culminating into uh, me going to the doctor on Monday and got told basically my entire upper body was going against myself. <laughs> entire upper body is at war with the rest of his pretty, body. Pretty much. Yeah. Double, double ear infection, sinus infection, bronchitis all at the same time. I asked my doctor how I was kind of just alive at that point. Like, shouldn't I be kind of gone? Actually, no. We're going to call Guinness Book of World Records. Um, they're they're going to see how, just how fast. Yeah, how fast you're going to how, how fast what? Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it's not pneumonia yep. yet. I've had, <clears throat> when I was in training, and actually just multiple different people that I've worked with, I've actually had a guy that went to medical. Got told, hey, you have walking pneumonia. And he was like, really? Wow. And he was like, yeah, go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> What's walking pneumonia? It means basically like you have pneumonia, mm. but I, it was his way of saying, hey, you have pneumonia, but you can be fine. <laughs> At least, I mean, well, no, I've, heard the, I've heard the term walking yeah, pneumonia before. I think it means it's, it's not as bad of a 
Sightings. It's not as bad of a actual, as bad as regular pneumonia because you're not bedridden. So, I'm not a doctor. <coughs> I don't play one on TV. Okay. I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> so, uh, so with talking about Arizona, uh, there are quite a few different cryptids. Uh, so dive right into it. Um, dive right in. There's uh, the mainly what the one I was looking into and what I borderline got kind of obsessed with over this week with researching was skinwalkers, or as Navajo call it, it is the Yi Naloshi. Naloshi. Yoshi. That's, yeah, what some of them call it for short. Yoshi? Really? Yoshis. <clears throat> um, at least that's how I've seen it written in some places. Um, so, for, and th this is the thing, for the Navajo culture, this isn't a cryptid. This isn't some weird story. Mm -hmm. This is a thing to them. And I feel like, again, I, that's how I've been kind of treating it as such. Yeah, like because, a real, real thing. Like the Ottoman yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is something that holds reverence in their culture and um, is not talked about between them, especially on reservations. And actually, they called J.K. Rowling out in one of her books about the use of skinwalkers in her books saying that because she's been talking about it, she it's like they feel like they misrepresented mm -hmm. what uh, Yinaldo she is mm -hmm. because it's not a good thing. She was, at least from the snippet I read, it was almost like she was trying to say, oh yeah, that's North American witches. In a sense, she is right. However, um, it's darker than that. Mm -hmm. So the um, cultural symbolism and the way that a skinwalker is made in their um, culture. Mm. It is a shaman that gets up to the highest level of shamanism. They are a very great medicine man. Um, they can actually uh, heal people and things of that nature. They're, they're at the highest peak point of what a shaman is to be. Okay. Once they reach that point, there is, for some reason, if they were to turn evil and they decide to use their powers not for the betterment of the tribe, but for selfish reasons, mm -hmm. and they just want to be evil, they then turn into yinaoshi, or skinwalkers. Okay. <clears throat> they basically give up their humanity to take the form of animals at any given whim. Okay. And uh, other stories have it so... Because we were talking about it before, Wendigos, uh, whenever we get to a place that we actually get to talk about them, uh, one well, of the things that happens with them, the way they're created, is through some cultural taboo, mm -hmm. like cannibalism, um, yep. or one. for one of theirs, when it comes to uh, skinwalkers, is the killing of a close loved one, hmm. and things like that. <clears throat> and to become a skinwalker, it's not necessarily as easy as that for some. Some people, or some shaman, would seek out to become skinwalkers. And when they would do that, there's a whole ceremony that basically takes place a lot of chanting and different things that actually turn someone into a skinwalker. Do you want to become a skinwalker? No. Okay. It's terrifying. Can so I become a skinwalker? One. Well, so, no. Why not? Because when I say that you lose a part of your humanity, mm -hmm. they it literally means pretty much just that. Um, they say that you'll actually be able to tell when you encounter a skinwalker, even if they're in human form. When they're in human form, it seems like... It's like you know a person is there, mm -hmm. but it's like 
a very bad version of what a person should be. Okay. It's like it's someone they like pretending really, they pre- really hard to yes. be a human. But so not it's like do so. in passing with somebody, they'll instead of like talking to you, they'll just like shake and nod, smile and wave, that whole kind of thing. Like but, Mark Zuckerberg. But they'll kind of. Do, Creepily, yeah. The way, like, <laughs> like, the way that he looks in some of those photos. Yes. So the way that he looks in some of those photos. Humans drink water. I must drink water. So. Sorry. Sorry for the tangents. But it is kind of like that, where you will look at it, you'll be able to tell if you're paying attention, because okay. something about their speech will be off. The way that they're saying simple phrases that, like, if you're from around a certain area, and they're just trying to say a phrase that normally comes off fine for everybody to say. They'll, mm. like, kind of trip up on it or hem up on it somehow. Mm. Uh, placing belly laughs where it doesn't make sense. Almost seem like, kind of like, they're a little bit off their rocker. But not oh. so much where you think they're insane. You're just like, you're a little bit too weird for me to be around. Mm. So not only do they give up their rights, like, their humanity, and they kind of forget how to be human. Mm. Since they're not fully animal, they don't know how to be animals all the way either. Mm. So... You'll be able to tell by, like, an imperfect gait of a wolf or an imperfect gait of a coyote. That's Something weird. like they're, while they're running, you're like, that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't look, like look right. Like, yeah. That looks like, it looks like the coyote is trying to be a coyote or it looks like the wolf is trying to be a wolf. And mm. that's what some people have noticed and seen. That's neat. And they see them not only as that, but um, you could see that in their eyes. Mm. When they're human form, they'll have more animalistic, more yellowish coyotes, uh, coyote-looking eyes. Okay. And in their skinwalker form, if they're not transformed all the way, it's a weird mashup in the face where it looks sort of human-like. And if they're all and if they're fully transformed, it'll look like a wolf almost with humanistic eyes, in a way. Oh, okay. Or bright orange or red eyes so like it wouldn't look like a normal wolf size like big yeah it look kind of more like humanish mm-hmm. humanish but bright orange or red and weird in the night cool okay so um there is ways to defend yourselves uh against skinwalkers mm-hmm. um skinwalkers uh are have no skin no they do have skin no i mean you can defend yourself by not having skin yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes so um, they believe that uh, white ash and the use of white ash, either on a blade or in a gun, would uh, be effective against skinwalkers, uh, particularly. Um, Why? Is there a reasoning behind that? that not anything that I could really find. I think it has something to do with the fact that it's 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 like burnt up. It's it's almost like nothingness. It's like nothing that they can grab a form oh. of because it's burnt. It's it's destroyed. It's destroyed. It's nothing they can use. Gotcha. So you can use that to harm them because in other stories, firing at a gun, firing mm. a gun at a skinwalker will not work. Mm. You will try to shoot it. It will be fully loaded. You'll put every round in the chamber, rack it back, aim, click, 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 click until you have introduced white ash to it. Not only because they're not just shapeshifters. They're they introduced way what? Until you introduce white ash. So the, the rounds actually go. Th- you yeah. have to cover. You have to cover the bullets in white ash. Or they won't even fire. They will not even fire. That's weird. Because they're shamans. They're magical. Oh, yeah, they're magic. They're magical. That's it. <clears throat> so it's something that, like, basically thwarts their magic. And um, so that can hurt them, mm-hmm. but one of the only ways to truly kill them is to know their name and call them by name. Because That's weird. Because it's like you have found out 
I mean, you, you've proven to them, like, I can see through you. Your magic has no effect. Okay. And then it kind of dissolves their uh, essence as a skinwalker, and they end up dying uh, days later. Isn't that kind of weird, though? Because that's exactly how they say you're supposed to get rid of demons and things like that. Yep. That's uh, how like, you say how you're supposed to get rid of demons. Yeah, you have to know. If you know their name, you can call it out. Yeah. So, I guess that varies from, like, sect to sect, though. Oh, I forgot another thing. Um, so, not only do skinwalkers... <clears throat> so, in, back in the past, basically, they're... Uh, they prey on they prey on the regular Navajo Nation and stuff like that because okay. they're evil. Um, from what I've been reading as of late, um, it seems like at least from what I've read that it, they're turning away from just like the straight up harming and killing to more of a evil prankster that if somebody gets hurt they don't care. Mm. It's like they think it's fun. It's a game to them. Like throwing a stick through a kid's bike wheel. Yes. But um, there's also uh... oh, crap. Oh, sorry about this. So, they can hurt you. Yeah. Um, some of the ways that they would hurt you is uh, they would use these things called bone straws, which is basically like they can shoot uh, bone through it, and it would embed inside of you. <coughs> okay. And poison and sicken you. I was completely thinking something completely different. It's like a spitball gun, but with bone. Yeah, or a um, or like a dart gun. Like a dart gun. Yeah. I was thinking. This is stupid where my mind went. Okay. You said it was a bone what? A bone straw? Yeah. <coughs> do you think they were do you think they were gonna like eat you like a mosquito? I thought they would have a bone that would be a straw and they would suck your blood. And that's what they would do to hurt you. No. And there's also, also uh corpse dust. Also please don't mute your microphone. Okay. Uh, I had to cough. I know, but I have to edit the audio back, and I have to find where you do it, because it sets off the latency by, like, a microsecond or two. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I've had to do it a couple times. I'd appreciate it if you don't do it. (laughs) Sorry. Um, (laughs) Still echoing. So, um, also, another thing that they use is something called uh, corpse dust. Corpse dust Mm. is a grounded-up powder... Of newborn baby bones. I've heard this before. And what they do is they blow it on you. And you tell me about yeah, this. Yeah, yes. when it gets into your system, basically it turns your your tongue black and purple, and then you swells up, and then you choke on your own tongue, and then you die. Oh, gosh, that's yes. disgusting. So there's that. There's actually. Uh, I'll get into that later. So I'm gonna go into my first uh, Skinwalker story that I have. I have three of them. And then also um, another tidbit that I think is interesting, a video and some pictures. So I know Michael didn't have anything. So it kind of helps that I'm overprepared. It's nice, yeah, because it's like I get to just listen for a little bit. Yeah, so it's been a a very annoying week, Abraham. Okay, so um, this story comes from a uh, girl named Jane. And uh, she talks about visiting her grandmother. outside of the Navajo Reservation in Tuba City, Arizona, 30 miles west of the Grand Canyon. T- so, Tuba City? Tuba City. T-U-B... Tuba City. Like, womp, 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 Yeah, womp, womp, but not city. with a U. Tuba City. No, but it's an O-O, right? You said it's not... T-U-B-A. That's amazing. Are there a yeah. lot of tubas there? <laughs> no, there's not. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, Jane and her friend Karen went to visit her grandmother uh, on the reservation near Tuba City, Arizona. Sorry. Uh, it was, they were in it. I, I've seen the... Uh, I looked it up. 
there is a reservation that is quite massive. Reservation that's quite massive right next to it. Um, so his grandmother was, uh, her grandmother was about 65 years of age, and uh, she looked outside one morning, and she said that she saw a stray dog that came out of nowhere and would not leave the area around the home. To Jane, it was strange, ugly-looking, like a mutt mixed between a shepherd and a lab with a shaggy black coat Ew. and dark eyes. Hmm. While watching a movie at night, they saw, <coughs> excuse me, they sat on the couch with the window curtain open while Grandma was cooking some food up. So Karen went to go get another DVD when we used to have those in a bookshelf that was next to the window. I still have some underneath my uh, yeah. Xbox. It's great. So she looked up. Uh, so she went near the window where she then jumped back, freaking out, seeing this odd-looking black dog again. Who was now watching them outside that was on top of a box. The other dogs on the outside of the houses refused uh, to be around this one. They actively avoided it as much as possible and would bark incessantly the entire time. Oh, okay. Uh, and the reason why this stray dog seemed weird or why that she would know that it's a stray dog mm -hmm. is that um, I actually looked into it uh, in the Navajo tradition. They do not keep their dogs inside because to them, dog outside is where it's supposed to be yeah, because yeah. it's supposed to protect the home, protect mm -hmm. the family. So if she knows all the dogs that are outside, yeah, for this one to be a stray one on a Native American reservation is a little bit far-fetched. Yeah, from that far away. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, and again, it's 30 miles away from the Grand Canyon where, I mean, albeit somebody's RV dog could have gotten away and whatever if they mm -hmm. were out on vacation, but that's 30 miles in the Arizona desert. So yeah, even moving at night, it more than likely we killed by like coyotes or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Karen yelled at it from the door. She walked out to the door, like try to shoo it off and it took off behind the shed. So that following day after getting groceries from town, grandma decided to visit some friends. So it was just Jane and Karen at the house. Around 5 o'clock, they began to hear the doorknob rattle, as if something was trying to come in. Mm. However, there was no cars outside, there was no sound of walking up, there was no lights outside that showed like a car. It was the black dog again, and its paws were eerily wrapped around the doorknob, standing up on its hind legs. Like, it was oh, utilizing cool. its, its paws trying to open the door. Yeah. How did they see it? They, they saw it through the window? Yeah, they peered oh, they went through. through the side. Okay. Peered through. Uh, so, uh... Karen, uh, being the smarter one and freaked out, yelled at it, trying to scare it off. Jane was like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Karen does not have it. She tried to scare it off. Mm. Um, when her grandma got home, Karen decided to tell Jane's grandma, hey, this is kind of freaking me out. And the grandmother, it distressed her. And she said it would just be best if they all went to sleep and tried to not, uh, get through it over the night. The sounds of footsteps, scratching, and panting could be heard just outside the girl's room. It sounded like the barking started, which grew to a louder, distorted version of a normal dog. So they could hear the dogs outside barking, but now there was something that was coming up closer that was barking and barking, but it was sounding like a dog at first, but then started distorting into this disgusting version of what a dog should sound like. Cool. So the other dogs started barking, not because it was a normal dog, and they said, oh yeah, let's all bark because it's a dog. They were barking at it. They were mm. barking at this weird thing that was making the sound. It, so they heard it bounce off of one of the water barrels outside, started thunderously running around the entire house, just going around in circles and circles. The mm. bark wasn't a dog. It, the bark didn't sound like a dog anymore. The bark t turned into a more human-like fake barking, like a woof, rough, arf, 
arf with hard W's, R's, and A's sounding. Karen decided to go look out to see what was making the sound and saw something inhuman and ghastly. Mm. It looked like a mix between the dog changing from human to animal or animal to human. The way oh. they saw was a black dog on its hind legs. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> it stunk. It stunk terribly. It was like they could they smell outside? it. They could smell it from inside the house. Ugh. They could smell it from inside the house. Jane swears that the neck had two holes where eyes should be. So it was like the mask of a skinwalker. Of them wearing the hide was up top, and then the eyes were peering out from the neck. They uh, screamed in horror, and their grandma came rushing into the room and saw it. She went to the fireplace, grabbed Ash out of the fireplace and her shotgun, cursing at it in Navajo, and shouting loud and as loudly as she could. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> a medicine man then came the next day and blessed the home, saying that it was a skinwalker. He also said that it was using bone it uses bone straws, like I was telling you before. Um, they use it to harm people, and they proceeded to remove a piece of human skull out of her grandmother's shoulder. So her mother got hit? Her grandmother got hit by it, and actually had a piece of the skull removed from her shoulder. Man. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So that was one of the stories. Um, That's awesome. There was this other one. I didn't like this one. The story, this, the, not this one, the... The shorter one made me more creeped out than uh, this longer one. Really? Yeah. That one was awesome. You like that one? That was a really cool story, yeah. Okay, so this one is a different one. Um, uh, this is from a, red, uh, from a Reddit uh, thread about this. Mm. Uh, from Redditor Iron Jesus. So, it says, uh, Anybody that's been on the Navajo Reservation has either probably heard of some creepy things or have experienced pretty creepy things, namely skinwalkers. Mm. I've only seen one, and here's my story. I come from a small town in northern Arizona that's sandwiched between the Paiute Reservation to the north and the U.S.'s largest Navajo Reservation to the south. My high school, began, uh, being so small, always had to travel south about 10 hours one way to play another high school in any sport. This means we traveled a lot on the Navajo Reservation. Whoa. And we usually stayed at hotels when we would head out to play and come home in the morning, but this trip was a little bit different. I remember the basketball coach saying the school didn't have enough money to put them up in a hotel, so they were going to be on the road for about 12 hours. Ugh! Yeah. Mm. I was the only male senior to play basketball that season. Nice. We had <laughs> just got done playing our game and headed home on a bus, Big Blue. Uh, we were headed out, and it wasn't that long, about two hours of driving before we entered the reservation. By this time, everyone was asleep, with, uh, with it being about two in the morning. When we all crossed the reservation's border, I noticed the bus driver had sped up and was now doing about 85 miles per hour. Through thought, the reservation? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought this was a little weird because he never exceeded the speed limit, at least not in my high school career. For some reason, I couldn't fall asleep like the rest of my teammates, and I just sat there at the back of the bus staring out across the desolate desert landscape that was lit up by the moon. As I looked out, I could see a figure running towards the bus at an angle of pursuit and, it, and keeping up with the bus at 85 miles per hour. As it got closer, I could see that it was humanoid in form. As a matter of fact, it looked just like a human, only the face was half-painted black and half-white with glowing eyes. Glowing eyes like a rabbit's eyes reflecting the light from a spotlight. I immediately thought, oh, crap, it's a skinwalker. The skinwalker <laughs> ran up to the edge of the road and just kept pace with the bus, hurtling sage, rust, and rocks while staring at me. After I made eye contact with the thing, I could not look away. Mm. This goes back to another thing. With Skinwalker saying that not only can they do all this other crazy nonsense, they can also control you. If they lock eyes with uh, a Skinwalker because like they're a type of evil magic, mm -hmm. they can pretty much almost pseudo-possess you mm. to make you do things that you do not want to do and 
base and make you come to them and things like that. Oh, that's cool. So it was like something was holding my head and eyes in place. The skinwalker just smiled at me in this inhuman smile that went ear to ear, showing crooked yellow pointed teeth. I felt like I was going to throw up and was panicking through the whole ordeal. The skinwalker started to crumple down to all fours, still keeping up with the bus. I could see its bones crack and reform, hair started appearing all over the skinwalker's body, and in about three seconds was now a coyote, and I ran back to the desert out of view. As soon as it was gone, I ran on board to the bathroom and puked a mixture of food and blood. Hmm. So, it goes on to say that he didn't want to tell anyone for the fear that they thought he was crazy. He confided to his Navajo friend, and she told him to go see the chief for a blessing. Um, he said that he met him in a parking lot, just and because the chief wanted to meet him as soon as possible. Mm. He blessed him, got his truck drove away, and he said he has not seen another skinwalker yet. Oh, cool. Did they meet in, like, a Wendy's? I'm just... Shut up. This one is... That's a pretty cool... That's pretty... This so, is the scary one. The next, that wasn't the scary one? This is the one that freaked me out. Man, that was a good one, though. It seems... Yeah. It seems... The, the smiling would be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Especially with the inhuman, like, all the way around to here. And that's when I remember what I was talking about, like, it seems like they want to be more like tricksters now than they want to actually harm. However, once I get done with this last story, I'll, I'll, I'm going to show a video. I have some pictures that I want to show Dope. that I think are pretty cool. Um, this video that I'm going to show you. Hmm. <clears throat> well, see, it's, what's funny about that ear-to-ear smile kind of goes into it turning into an animal mm-hmm. because, because of how, how, how their mouths are formed. They don't have just a closed mouth like we do. So, and the crazy thing is, too, is I looked at so many of these different stories and a lot of these stories turn out to be something along that line of where they're running, mm-hmm. like trying to keep pace with a vehicle. Do you remember that video? Uh, you might have seen it, and this is, this is totally... It, it's kind of in line with this. The dude must have been high on something. Mm-hmm. There's this video of this guy coming out, and it's, it's, it's pitch black, and they see a dude just running along on the road, yeah. and it's... I saw that. You, yeah. Yeah. So, this guy's just running down the road, and they're in a car, and they say something to him outside the window. They're going, like, 30 miles an hour. Yeah, and he's keeping pace. No, he gains on them. Yeah. The crazy part about it, though, is they're filming with a, their phone, and his eyes glow. Like a cat. Yeah. Our eyes don't glow Our on camera. Don't glow on camera. They don't yep. glow on camera. Now... There are, granted, they can if your iris is that dilated. Yeah. yeah. So, so if he was... If he was, like, high on, like, LSD or ecstasy or something crazy... Well, the thing is, at that, at that speed, your body will break down. Like, I, I have to look into that, but I'm pretty sure there's a speed that you start to hit to where your body cannot function. Like, it just does not want to do it. I don't know. Can't you saying Bolton, he run, like, 28 miles an hour or something like that? He's not, like, the fastest sprint ever? But he's a... Yes. But what I'm getting at is this is this goes back to the thing of how much more fun the Olympics be if we just said hey just everybody do whatever you want. want yeah so, so if a normal dude could do that on it yeah I see I see what you're yeah getting at. so you saying Bolt would be terrifying if he was on those same drugs oh yeah he'd run like 50 miles an hour all right so uh, this is the uh, the last story that I got um, again sorry for my tangents I don't have anything so I'm just okay. adding where I can <sighs> okay so this is from. Uh, this is uh, his father, this guy's father. Uh, uh, so this is Navajo Joe. This is his father's story written from his perspective. On Reddit again? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they have some pretty good ones. His name, on Reddit, he's known as, not, he put his name as Navajo, Navajo Joe. Joe. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like yeah. it. That's pretty cool. So this is his father talking. When I was about 11 or 12, we lived in a small house made of mud and stone. A lot like our house now. It was 
two of my brothers and I in the house. Everyone else had gone to the Jana's feast and left us to tend to the sheep. We were getting ready for bed when we heard the dogs going crazy outside. Thinking it was nothing more than just coyotes howling in the distance, we told them to be quiet. Mm -hmm. We began to drift off and sleep, and the dogs would not shut up. Somehow, I was able to go to sleep for a few hours, then I woke up very late in the night. It was very quiet and still in the house, save for my brother snoring and breathing. I realized I needed to use the outhouse and woke my brother up to take me there. He teased me about being scared, but I certainly was. We went out with our flashlight to the outhouse. The dogs began their crazed barking out in the sagebrush, going from one place to the next, darting, looking for something. My brother went first, and I waited outside for him. While waiting, I tried to follow the dogs with my flashlight. Suddenly, there was a very loud whine from one of the dogs, Then everything went quiet again. It was really too quiet for that time of the year. Not even the sheep were making noise, and suddenly I heard a few of the dogs going completely mad by the truck. When I looked over, there was this man. He was unbelievably tall, leaning one arm on the cab of the roof of the truck. He was looking at the dogs for a while, and then suddenly kicking one of them. They all scattered in different directions. The thing looked up at me, and I saw its face. It had a pure white face, like a full moon, two burning red eyes, and a slight smile that was pure black. I could not move or make a sound, and it began to walk toward me with long strides until it finally towered over me. All I began to see was red, like the color of blood when you cut the throat of a sheep. I kept getting deeper and deeper into its eyes. I could faintly hear my brother coming out of the outhouse. And with this, the thing looked up at him. Reality came rushing back to me, and I noticed my brother was too distracted with his buckle to realize what was going on. I also noticed, I also noticed this thing's long hands hovering just inches from my head. His skin was black ash, and he, smelled like a blow, and he smelled like a bloated dead animal in summer. I was still unable to move or speak. The skinwalker began to move towards my brother. Finally noticing this figure, my brother became paralyzed as I was. Closer and closer it drew, reaching an arm out towards my brother's head. Something finally snapped, and I became unbearably angry. I broke from the trance and lunged at the skinwalker, raising my arms like a wild animal and baring my teeth at it. A growl came out that I never knew I could make. I became more and more angry at the thing that was trying to hurt us. It kept the smile at first, but the angrier I got, the more the smile faded. Finally, with everything I had, I began to make this primal roar at it. It fell backwards and ran away into the night, looking back at me. Its eyes were dim and dull, its smile now long since gone. The next morning, the family returned home from the feast. After relaying the story to my parents, they quickly hired a medicine man. Mm. What the heck? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. So that's weird. So it's almost like... So yeah, in that part where it's almost like they can kind of pseudo... Like you said, pseudo-possess him. Mm. So what if that kid is kind of was kind of becoming skinwalkerish and that's why he was able to kind of make that sound yeah be terrified well, back at it now that's the thing too is like with the whole thing about becoming one is there has to be a whole rite of passage pretty much done to it mm -hmm. but i see what you mean is like he was trying to pat like the skinwalker was trying to pass on its own perversion to him trying yeah, to try, say try like to hey just let me do what I'm wanting to do here. Exactly. And like, then come like, on. when he finally broke it, it's like, hey, that's all inside. Now I can use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of where my mind went. That's yeah. pretty neat. How terrifying would that be? Dude, I I yeah. was reading uh, that. However. I was reading that and chills went up my spine. It's, it's like, pretty good. Ugh. My favorite thing. So this is just, you know, me finding comedian, comedic things and everything. Yeah. You said he was very tall, but leaning his arm on the, cat, uh, on the, the truck. All I can imagine is him kind of, like, he's got, like, this weird pose. Well, it, like, he looks up, and it's not it's not terrifying, but he's he's leaning over his, on his truck, looking at the dogs, like, he's going to look up and go, hey, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Except he's, I think it was more like he's hanging on the truck, looking down at the trucks, uh, looking down at the dogs, messing around with him. Yeah, and but he's he has to like, be taller than the tr- taller than exactly. Him. So That's like, what I mean. So he's like this, and he just goes, "Hey, hey, we're gonna have to pause. Why? I have to go to the bathroom." <laughs> Sorry about the break. Okay, where was I? I just finished the other story. You were gonna go into yeah. You just finished the really creepy story, and I think you were going to the videos and the pictures. Videos and the pictures. That's right. Maybe also, don't use the touchpad. Yeah. You because that could have been something that it was just an accident, like I said. But I wasn't. T- mm. Oh. Do you think you know what you did? I. Th- well, I think I probably. I wonder. Did you press space? the space bar? I might have pressed the space bar. Yep. So, um, you're probably going to notice, uh, if you haven't noticed by now, uh, we had to switch to the camera audio for a little bit of this segment, um, yep. because me and my dumb dumbness, um, I, uh... Small brain time. Small brain time. Hey, it's okay. So, we fixed, we fixed it now. Um, there's actually one thing that I, I didn't pull up. It was a little bit of something that I looked at, uh, but it is a death... A no joke actually reported on death and uh by skinwalker that's their best bet Ooh, um it was a murder in flagstaff arizona um i'm not going to go into the full details of it. it is pretty gory so i can't really talk about that if we're going to keep this family friendly i mean as long as we're not using dirty language i think it's okay her chest was found bitten off whoa and like beaten to a pulp and a uh, weird thing was, um, excuse me, I'm not going to basically go into the actual names. If you want to look it up, you can. It's a Flagstaff, Arizona murder. It's a mysterious murder that happened back, I think, back in like the either 60s or 80s. Okay. Somewhere around that time frame. So the only suspect that they had was a uh, fem- oh, was a male cohort that this uh, lady had. Mm-hmm. And when they looked into it, um, it, I mean, he was like a really good friend of her and he is a good suspect because he is a friend. And, like, that was one of the last people that, like, that was seen with her. But mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, that recent to that date. It was, like, okay. they were just close. Gotcha. But he was saying, and he, this guy's Christian, mm-hmm. uh, predominantly Christian, does not share any Navajo culture or faith or anything like that. But he said he was having prophetic dreams of her murder, of her being beaten to death mm-hmm. by something monstrous, just absolutely out of this world, did not know what it was. He got sentenced to jail, was acquitted, and got out of jail. Mm-hmm. And the family of the da- uh, of the girl that was uh, murdered completely believe him. Like they, really? without a doubt, think like something happened because if somebody was close to her that she knew, and it was not him, what if it was somebody that looked like him that was able to act this out? Yeah, is was a skinwalker. So hmm. that was that was one of the creepier things I read because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's it's notated. It's in the newspaper. Yeah. His story, like his, his his story about his prophetic dream, prophetic dreams and stuff, is in there and everything. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. So uh, I got some pictures of uh, what the skinwalkers um, have been perceived to look like. Okay, hold on. I'm not looking up. There's a there's a mirror behind the camera, so I won't look up. My coffee is gone cold. So we got this one. Ooh, 
That's neat. So, like the well, one story, uh, the Tuba City story. Yeah. Um, this would be the head of the coyote, and then underneath is um, where the person's where head is. Where person's head is. And you can see, like, the weird-shaped, misformed arms, uh, almost human-like, but also very not human-like at the same time. Very cool. I like it. Yeah. Um, then there's also... See, that's one, two... Did I skip over three? No, I put three in the wrong place. I had to move some things when I was getting to the audio file to figure out what was going on. <laughs> I made a skinwalker folder. I didn't put anything in it. Okay, so I might have skipped over. Uh, okay, hold on. Don't look again. Not. Can I look in? Yeah. We got that one. Yeah, that's creepy. Um, so this, I think, is supposed to be more like a crawler to things that I've seen before, mm. but this kind of fits the imagery almost. It, it looks like it's going down to its its fours to run. And it looks like this arm is a little bit bent differently and things mm -hmm. like that. It's just another rendition of it that I thought was interesting, kind of creepy looking. I like it. And this is an actual photo. I cannot remember from where. Um, a real photo of a skinwalker? Of something. Mm-hmm. That's a real photo? That's a real photo. No way. That's a real photo. No. Uh, dude, look at the face. It's a real photo. Look I'm, at the face! I don't know what, what that is. What the heck is that? I, that's creepy. I don't, I don't, There's no way that's real. I can't remember uh, where I got that from, but it was one of the creepiest things I've seen. Uh, but it was in a... Uh, it was in a uh, I want to say this is from Argentina. Uh, can they see it? It's an Argentina newspaper. I zoom in. Can you see it? Though? No, because you're going to zoom in straight to us. I wish I could pan up. Yeah, from the zoom. Yeah. So, uh, dude, if you, could, creepy. if you guys could see this, I will uh, post, we'll post the links. Can we post links to photos? Uh, yeah. So, I can also, if you leave me the image, I can put it like in a, I can put it in the video like I've done before. Okay. So this thing, I don't like it. I like it. It's creepy looking, man. It looks like he'd be very friendly. Um, but if you can't really see it very well, it's kind of It's like a weird shape of. It looks like if you had a like that, a, What's hilarious is the back right leg there, or the back is, left leg looks massive. looks human, and the f other three legs look like animals, and that definitely looks like a human butt. But look at its paw. Yeah, look, look, at at its, look at its face. That's the, the big thing. Look at the its snout, face. The snout's not big enough. The snout's not big enough. Look at this paw. That, that is like a, a paw. Hand. It it's looks a like a hand. It's definitely a hand. Yeah. Looks like a... like a. He's a little too late to get to FurryCon. <laughs> okay, so lastly, I have this video. Um, video. Radio Disney. Not the same thing. So this is a uh, possible skinwalker sighting. Hey, look, um, it looks like the interior of my escape from way back when. I don't know if they can see that. Well, they're definitely not going to be able to. I'm going to have to take a snippet of what it's in here. Uh, I wonder if I can download it. Oh, yeah, we'll take a picture of it. Why is it showing this dead end road? So, oh, sorry about the... So, I don't know if you guys can hear that. Right there. Look up. 
What was there? Was there something there? Look up right here. Oh! Oh! What is that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Guess when this was posted? A week ago. You're kidding me. This was posted a week ago. This was posted a week ago. Where at? Um, I believe it was uh, Houston, Texas. I think. Okay, so we have a really terrible watch history with this channel. I forgot we need to get rid of that. Yeah. Go check it out. We watch a bunch of stupid memes before the so, uh, before the show starts, and that's kind of what ruined that. Um, so this this sound like freaks me that's... out. It's almost like a real scream. I'm trying to it's... figure out what it would be what it would be trying to replicate. Yeah, because it's if it's try if it is a, if it's a true skinwalker. And their purpose is to imitate things so people get fooled into it or animals get fooled into it. What the heck? Oh, you know what? It kind of sounds like it's saying, hey. Go back. Go back to it. Sorry. Listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get, get their attention. Yeah, but look how it walks up. I don't know if you can see it. It's on all fours. It's on all fours, and when it's coming up to him, it stands up. It goes, it's... Like, yeah, it's going it's like, like this. It's crawling yeah. up. Dude. That's awesome. Ugh, that's creepy. creepy. So, that's awesome. I really like that. So, uh, I've been... I've been looking into this a lot, and uh, definitely spooked myself a lot this week because of this thing. And uh, another part of the Navajo thing is um, uh, the culture is basically speaking of the Yinaloshi... Summons it. Well, what if we, you know, if we were only calling it by the Skinwalker thing, maybe we'd be fine. But the fact that you've said its real name like five times now is, you know. Oh, and that's another thing, too. It's not only Navajo culture. It's widespread between multiple Native American cultures and is also even seen in uh, Viking culture as well. Well, th what's funny, too, about it is, you know, it ties a lot of it back to how the Otterman was. Yep. Because the only way you could become an Otterman is if you were either, A, a shaman and then chose to become one basically or you survived and you came back yep as a shaman because you could either survive and come back as a shaman and like the funny thing is too like think about it like mm -hmm. the otterman story comes from all the way up top yeah. in the alaska in the gulf of alaska yep this story is from right next to the grand canyon in the navajo region mm -hmm. and then there's also the story from viking mythology where uh i believe it was uh either two sons of odin they were basically upset that they couldn't hunt as well as they used to. Mm. They haven't been getting enough game. So basically, Odin throws down these pelts, these wolf pelts that they can use mm. to help them hunt. And when they put them on, they actually turn into wolves. And cool. it's his father and his son doing it. Yeah, sounds, sounds cool. They, they no, get no, killed. No, 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 they don't get killed. But basically, like the story of the skinwalker, when they give up their humanity and they start to become more animalistic... His son tried to grab the food that the father was eating, and the father almost killed him. Oh, uh, because he was ate. an animal. Yep. So at that moment, when he realized he almost killed his son, they both threw them away mm. and set them ablaze. And that's why it's like lichens and stuff like that, being werewolves and stuff mm. like that, is seen as being bad or tabooish. Hmm. It was. This was an interesting week. That's a really cool. I, I love that video. Yeah. Scared. I love that sound. It's so terrifying. And then I've seen a lot of other ones. People are like, possible skinwalker sound. It's a bobcat half the time. 
Yeah. That's not a bobcat. <laughs> all right? That's not a bobcat sound. That is, that is, bobcat is not that is not a mountain lion sound. It doesn't sound anything like that. We can make a meme out of that. Oh. Oh. Me on my way going to get human bones. Me on my way to get you with some corpse dust. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> pardon me, I must leave. Yeah. Seriously, I, I I've spooked myself out quite a bit. It's really cool. Uh, her dogs bark, and I for some reason I know they're barking the I know they make the same bark that they always make. But to mm -hmm. me, I'm like, does that sound a little off? Does that sound a little fake? I hear no barking here. That's pretty. There's awesome. so many dogs here, yeah. and I hear nothing. I can't make any fires yet because my fireplace is right now blocked by animals. So, so how did you like the stories though? They were good. Those were mm -hmm. creepy. I like those. Yeah, I like I like doing this. One. I kind of like the, I like the method we're doing here. You know, next week when I not feeling like, since I'm not feeling like death, I'll be able to look up some scary stories and we'll do it like that because finding the creepy stories that's a lot more fun. I think. <laughs> That one was... Dude, it hurt. <laughs> like, the one with the kid... Because I could imagine... Imagine being that kid uh. outside the outhouse, and your brother, the older brother that's not supposed to be scared, mm. is in the outhouse, and he comes out. Also, this kid hadn't peed yet, so I'm pretty sure he held it. You know what, Steve? He woke his older brother up to go to the bathroom. And, and his older brother's like... Hold up. Me first. Me first. Yeah. And then you get, and then just you get to traumatized. See, just to see... Like, imagine being... I, I can't even imagine that. Like, mm. seeing some crazy humanoid creature that has blazing red eyes, a black, a big black mouth that is smiling ear to mm -hmm. ear, and then a pale face, almost like a ghost. Yeah. And then it just walks up to him, and the then just is, locks eyes with him. Yeah, and it's, it's creepy, too, because, like, when they said, like, slowly strode up, it's like he takes three steps, he's there because yeah. his legs are so messed Because he's so up. long. Yeah. Yeah. Like Wendigo. Mm hmm. Oh, I can't wait to go to Wendigos. Well, it's funny, there's a lot of comparisons there. Yeah. But like you said, it's, it's a Wendigos created from a taboo type thing. Yeah, and it's more or less that one's. I think Wendigos are based more off of. You don't have to be. The, the main distinction is the shamanism and the medical. Yeah. And the, because, like, so anybody, I think anybody can become a Wendigo. A Wendigo. That's pretty I think much I saw. There's one really creepy story about a baby becoming a Wendigo, and it's terrible. Ooh. They end up having to kill it, and it turns into a baby. It's like, oh gosh, what did we do? It turns back into a baby after mm -hmm. they kill Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, no. It's so bad. <laughs> I ruined a story. We'll tell it later. <laughs> we'll tell it later, but man, that's that's pretty bad. So, yeah. So, um, hopefully y'all enjoyed this the way we did this. A little bit better, and I do like I said, I apologize. Uh, I was gonna go over the chupacabra because it's more noted, noted, actually uh, noticeable out there. But there are a lot of um, southwest states that I think we'll uh, we'll cover that do kind of go over there, like Texas, New Mexico. They have them as well. Yeah, there was um, I, there was a couple of them that we looked that I was looking into before I picked the Skinwalker. Uh, shut up! Don't don't. I didn't say anything, and they probably didn't see it because it's behind the laptop, and oh. you just made a big deal out of nothing. That's true. So there is a couple different things. Um, I didn't really do a lot of research on it, but it's different things. So Chupacabra is one of the cryptids that has been seen out there. Mm. Um, something called the Magellan Monster. Um, it's near, a, it's like a Magellan, uh, I think it's either a canyon mm. or a type of range that's out there. And um, that's where this monster is seen. It's basically like, again, a big Sasquatch. But it's they're a, everywhere. They're everywhere. But this one's Arizona's version. Um, it's an epidemic. After that was this thing called Cactus Cat. I just saw it. I didn't look into it. 
I just think it's funny. Is that like the Wampus Cat? I think it might be. Something like the, yeah, the Wampus Cat, but again, the Arizona version. And then lastly, I didn't look, again, I didn't look into it. There was a picture. It did not look, well, it obviously wasn't real, but it was from like basically cowboy days. And it was about this thing called the Thunderbird. And it basically kind of like, it basically a pterodactyl that lived during cowboy days. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, well, you know what's funny though, like about, I mean, I'm not saying that we had dinosaurs around at that time. However, there are ancient, like, and I don't know where it's at. I think it's like in the Mayans or in the Aztecs, some of those temples and stuff, they actually have uh, hieroglyphics and pictures of dinosaurs. Like the, what's the one with the big hammer on its tail? They have like stegosaurus and stuff like that. I am a stegosaurus. <laughs> so... Well, anyways, I think that wraps it up. Yeah. Arizona, really. Arizona has um, been taken care of. I'm going to think about those stories a lot. They are not going to leave me for a little while. I'm, I really, I can't wait to get to New York for the rake. That's going to be good. Those are That's going to be good. So next week, Christmas. Christmas. And then we're going to take a break for our own Christmas. Yep. And then the week after, we will go ahead and uh, cover... Arkansas. Cover, yeah. How's your... What? Oh, no, your computer's about to die. What? How? I don't know. So, we're going to have to wrap this up now. <laughs> but, um, thanks for sticking around. Um, this one probably went on for a little bit longer, but, um, that's how it's supposed to be. So, we'll see you around <coughs> next time. Like, share, subscribe if you want. If you don't, we're going to keep doing it anyway. And, uh, yep. Later. Stuff. We'll see you in the next one. Bye, Chris Smith. I got a video. I sent you the video. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>